Hello, good evening. My name is Ugo Amadi and I would like to welcome you to another episode of Ugo's Take. And today is a milestone episode because today is the 10th episode. This episode is the 10th episode of Ugo's Take. So I'm happy uh, to have got to this milestone and I'll continue to do my best to bring the best content I can bring to you on Ugo's Take. Now, today we'll be focusing on sports and two major news items. Firstly, we'll be looking at the UFC, the Ultimate Fighters Championship card, the main event that will be holding later on today between Tony Ferguson and Justin Gaethje. Man, oh man, this promises to be an absolutely exciting fight. Firecrackers, because Tony Ferguson, I feel has more tools you know he has more tools to actually put justin gaethje away he has hands he's unorthodox he can um submit gaethje with ambas or even guillotine you know or even awesome head kicks he's just amazing he's an all-round complete fighter and i personally i'm of the opinion that um Habib, Habib Negamegenov versus Tony Ferguson would have been a far more balanced fight, a far more even fight. Um, but this is not to discount Justin Gaethje because Justin Gaethje is all hearts and he has bombs in both hands. He has bombs in both hands. And he's as tough as they come. He's as tough as they come. Strong man can hang in there with the best of them and his hands so powerful and those hands can knock out uh tony ferguson at any point in the game at any point mm-hmm. in the game and while tony, like i said earlier tony ferguson has the better skill set he's more versatile but justin Gaethje is an absolute warrior an absolute ufc warrior um, let's just have a look at the records of the fighters. Um, Tony Ferguson has fought has fought twenty eight times. He's fought twenty eight times, and out of the twenty eight times, he's. 125 he 125 is drawn three and hasn't lost any justin gaethje on the other hand has fought 23 times winning 21 times drawing two times and no um losses i would say and no losses i would say uh, okay, now let's look at the, the um, natural stats. Tony Ferguson is 36 years old. Justin Gaethje is 31, year, 31 years old. Uh, Tony Ferguson is 1.8 meters tall. Justin Gaethje 1.8 meters tall. So they match up quite fairly um, in the height category. Um, weight as well, the matchup as well in weight is amazing. 70.3 kilograms 
for Tony Ferguson and 70.3 kilograms for Justin Gaethje. Now, when it comes to the reach advantage, I think Tony Ferguson has the reach advantage over Justin Gaethje. He has 194, 194.3 centimeters reach as opposed to Justin Gaethje's 117.8 centimeters reach. So Ferguson could keep Gaethje at bay with his longer reach and try to strike from distance. But then again, that's easier said than done. Now, why I felt that um, Abby would have been a better matchup for Ferguson because he has more of a ground game. He can stand up, but He's a world-class grappler. I think he should be the best grappler in the UFC, at least in the in the lightweight uh, uh, category, um, lightweight category in the UFC. So that's what I I think. I think the fight may go the distance. This is one of those fights that you can really predict because it could go either way. Either way, or Ferguson could get knocked out in the first round because, like I said, Justin Gaethje has bombs in both hands. He has bombs in both hands, and he's not afraid to let them rip. Yeah, he wouldn't be afraid to let those hands rip on Tony Ferguson. Now, Tony Ferguson is versatile. Like I said, he's versatile. He's unorthodox. You can't really predict what he's going to do at any point in a match, but he is brutal. Now, let's see what uh, some experts have predicted with respect to the fight, with respect to today's matchup. Now, first off, it's also important to know that the fight is for the interim lightweight title because this fight was early was previously scheduled to be between Tony Ferguson and Habib, who is the current lightweight champion of the world. So, what would happen at the end of this fight would be whoever wins would be crowned, so to speak, the interim lightweight champion and would have to face Habib um, when this whole COVID-19 business dies down a bit, you know, so, uh, dies down a bit, so that's it. Another fight that really sticks out to me, another fight that sticks out to me is Henry Cujo versus Dominic Cruz for bantamweight title. That fight promises to be another exciting fight as well as, the Fr- and as, well as Francis Ngano versus Jay Rosenchuk. I hope I've not butchered the name but that's a heavyweight matchup and Fr- Francis Ngano we know he packs, he packs a wallop. You know he's someone that can punch your head right off your shoulders he's a 
an amazing, a powerful, powerful fighter. A powerful fighter, you say. So, a powerful fighter. Um, we have to do So, now I would like to know what you guys think about the fights, about the the various fights that are on this um, UFC 249 card, fighting card for uh, the the matchups that will be coming up later on today. Um, I think Tony Ferguson, like I said earlier, I said it before, would just win it. Would just win it because I think he's more versatile. If the fight goes to the ground, I think he'll be able to uh, submit Gaethje. And he could stand as well. He could more than match Gaethje standing when if it is if if um, it comes down to just pure striking. I think at this point it would be nice to hear some of what Justin Gaethje has had to say about the fight because he's been going on about how he would break down Tony Ferguson. Um, um, has nothing on coronavirus. I'm going to get cut up, get some stitches, and walk away with a belt. You know, in terms of the opponent, t- Tony is kind of unlike a lot of other athletes, very creative inside the octagon. What do you see from him as an opponent? Uh, tenacity. I love anytime someone, like I've said many times, gives you max effort, you know, you have to give him credit. And that's what that man does, you know. So I'm a fan of the sport, and I commend him for the way he fights, and I can't wait to uh, be his opponent. I, you know, I signed up for this for these exact reasons to fight the best in the world to fight guys like Tony I've been wanting to fight him for a long time you know he's a very experienced foe and he's got a lot of wins under his belt so you know it's a great res- it'll be it'll look great on my resume and you know I'm trying like all of us we're trying to be legends and so this is a perfect opportunity and opponent to keep proving that this is certainly a dream matchup for all of us who will be watching. Um, Justin, how do you believe you get your hand raised and walk away with that 155-pound interim title? Yeah, I'm going to start at the legs, move up to the body, and then touch his chin. That's the way um, 
I do it. My feet uh, are constantly going to keep me off off the track, and they're going to keep setting me up for big shots. I'm going to land big shots. I'm going to be very methodical in the shots that I'm throwing. Tony's going to come with a lot of volume, and my feet are going to have to be working to um, to get out of the pocket, to get off the get off the center line. Uh, I have a great coach, Trevor Whitman, and every time we never um, talk about a plan, we don't sit and practice and think about what we're going to do. He builds the method, and then I go out there, and I do what he's been teaching me. And then after the fact, I'm usually like, oh, we've been working on that this whole time. <laughs> um, I've said it many times. He's an artist. I'm canvas. Um, luckily, I've been training since I was four years old. I'm extremely athletic, and I'm a competitor. I love being in the, under those lights. There's nothing like it on planet Earth. I cannot wait for this competition, this main event, UFC 249. Justin, good luck to you. Thank you so much for your time. Oh, thank you. Enjoy the carnage. <laughs> <laughs> Justin Gaethje says, enjoy the carnage, because it's going to be pure, pure, unadulterated carnage, I tell you. It's going to be pure, unadulterated carnage, I tell you, because Tony Ferguson wouldn't give an inch. Gaethje, as he just had, wouldn't give an inch. And just to let you know, the interview you just heard was courtesy of ESPN, uh, ESPN MMA. So uh, Justin Gaethje there was being asked how he would go about defeating Tony Ferguson. So he says he's going to be light on his feet. He's going to show good uh, foot uh, dexterity. And then he's going to walk on the body and then he's going to... And says touch the chin. We all know it doesn't just mean touch the chin. Actually means he's gonna really pile on some punches on Tony Ferguson's face. But then again, can he win? This a fight, this is a combat sport, and in combat sports, anything is possible. But I still think my prediction is Tony Ferguson comes up as a winner as the interim um, lightweight UFC champion of the world after today's main event uh, so now would we'll also go on to another news i think that's enough for ufc at this point we'll go on to other news items as well not all things that have made in the, the news uh, in germany the schedule has been released by the bundesliga for the games, how the games will be played, how the remaining games in the season will be played. Because I think they've had permission from the authorities to actually commence uh, with fixtures, you know, to bring the season to a close. So I think the first set of games would start on the 16th of May 2020. And now, so the games would be BVB versus Schalke, 9.30 a.m., RB Leipzig versus Freiburg 9:30 a.m. Hoffenheim versus Hertha Berlin 9:30 a.m. as well. Fortuna Düsseldorf versus Paderborn will be 9:30 a.m. as well. And Augsburg versus Wolfsburg will be 9:30 a.m. as well. Eintracht yeah, Frankfurt versus Borussia Mönchengladbach will be a 12.30 p.m. start. We'll be kicking off at 12.30 p.m. So, now, 
there's something you would have to notice there's something you would observe that all the games have started early probably so everyone could play while they're fresh because you know when you're fresh your immune system is stronger as opposed to when you're a bit tired so i think maybe that's one part of your thinking going into the game i know so many persons would have come up to say why do you have to play the game lives are important lives are important for sure for sure covid19 is no joke you know but i'm sure they've done their homework they've tried to figure out how things would work but the question is you have you have to find a way around this you have to look for a solution you know it's not an easy solution an easy easy decision to make either way you you make the decision someone is going to be unhappy that's just the truth of it that's the truth of the matter someone is always going to be unhappy but i decide to play the games or you decide that you wouldn't play the games at all someone would be unhappy at the end of the day or someone would at least complain at the end of the day so good on to a good one from the uh, Bundesliga uh, organizers because uh, I feel at the end of the day try to play the games and bring it to an to an end you know have some sort of end to it so because for me I feel it's either you're going on to say you play some of the games closed doors or you 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 make a decision as to who has won uh, the title maybe say Bayern has won the title and then you decide who has um, been relegated but the question then comes up how do you then decide who have been promoted from the lower league that's the question because it's not all about the Premier League it's not all about the first league or the first division in, in countries because there's a chain reaction you know so and then going back to the news to the to the uh, issue proper on May 17 uh, May 17 um, 2020 it will be Cologne versus Mines FC that's 9.30 a.m. Union Berlin versus Bayern Munich. That will be 12, 12 p.m. start. And on May 18, it will be Werder Bremen versus Bayern, Bayer Leverkusen. So I think that rounds up the the remaining fixtures, or the, fix, the upcoming fixtures in the German Bundesliga. Now, going on, because I said today it will be all about sports. And it's going to be all the topics we're going to be talking about is going to be just around sports. We're talking about sports all through. Now, the in the Premier League, there's a, there's something that made the news in, on Sky Sports. It said Watford director, chief executive, opposes the project restart because in the Premier League, have had, they have a project they want to restart. The Premier League and play out the remaining games. Now, what does this project restart mean? What does it entail? It means that clubs would play on neutral grounds, behind closed doors on neutral grounds. But the what what some clubs are not in line, are not happy with this um, situation, you know, with the decision of the Premier League. You know they're not all on board and one of the such clubs Watford FC remember last time we told you 
about I I, I brought uh, to us all um, the good gesture that Watford FC um, shown show uh, showed to the NHS, you know, by providing meals and allowing members of NHS staff to use uh, the Watford FC to use Watford FC facilities. That's amazing. So this is different news now. So Scott Toxbury, who is the chief executive of Watford, has this to say. So this is a quote from the Times magazine, from the Times, from the Times newspaper. He said, he said, there is no altruism in the Premier League. There are 20 vested interests which sometimes align, but more often than not, work purely to protect each individual club that is why some clubs are happy to support the project restart because there is arguably only an upside in participating in this compromise format now and then he went on if you read the report further he went on to mention clubs like liverpool because liverpool will be happy because they'll be crown champions and then other clubs who are looking for who are fighting for european sports will get their european sports but also one thing he's forgetting is that what if the league is played and it ends what ford would get part of the um, the television rights, money, and other um, revenue streams that would be coming into clubs that usually come into clubs rather each time they play, um, each time they, 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 they go onto the field to play Premier League games. And like I said, with respect, like I alluded to during the when I was speaking about the German league, it's not all about the Premier League. You've got the championship, you've got League One, you've got League Two. You've got non-league, you know, all the way down. And the revenue that's got from the Premier League moves down to the, you know, some rev- some part of the revenue goes to support grassroots football. You know, goes to support grassroots football. Like I said earlier, no one likes COVID-19. No one is in support, you know. Everyone should do all they can to avoid this whole COVID-19 problem. We should all do our best to avoid it. If self-isolation is the way to go about it, yes, you know. But for me, my opinion about playing this game should be you play indoors, you test all the players, 23 players, you test them all. If anyone is found to be infected or any you know, or whether mildly or even more serious infections, stay at home or go to the hospital, self-isolate, get treatment that you need. Don't bother playing, your life is more important than football. But then again, for those who pass the test, so you could include some academy players to the teams and get the season in one way or the other sorted out. It's not going to be an easy decision either way because if at the end of the day you don't play these games and the television sponsors and other sponsors 
don't um, sort of respect the fact that there was COVID-19 this past um, months, we could have been a problem. They say, okay, we're not going to pay you XYZ uh, million pounds because there are no games played. What then happens? If the Premier League becomes defunct or some lower league club becomes defunct, everyone would go on to say, oh, they should have found a way to play, they should have found a way to do this or do that because it's never going to be an easy decision to make. It's never, ever going to be an easy decision to make. Scott Duxbury, I feel, is being a little, a little bit, a tiny, tiny, incy, wincy bit disingenuous because what for the, as a club is going to benefit from playing you know from play from uh, um, the largest the largest that would come in to clubs if the league is completed you know so that's that's just so it's not like Watford is separate from every other club they would also benefit you know from they would benefit if the clubs actually play you know if the clubs actually play and the Premier League um, season is completed Watford would also benefit so it's not like some clubs are set to benefit and then uh, um, other clubs wouldn't benefit And okay, Watford is currently on se- on the 17th position in the Premier League league table. Minus seven goal difference, 27 points. You know, so they're just minus one goal ahead of you know the the team directly below them. You know, because. Many people have been saying, oh, let's just reset the league. Nothing has ever happened. Let's start again. But they forget about the championship. League one. What happens? You know, what happens if at the end of the day, you reset the league? Nothing happens. League, a league one club will still have to pay their players. A league two club will still have to pay their players. A semi-pro club will still have to pay their players because they're semi-pro. So we have to put all this into consideration. But the only problem I have with restarting the league with the project restart, I would have preferred it if it was um, played on the home ground of the teams. And secondly, our players disciplined, our modern day players disciplined enough to train play football go home train play football go home are modern day players disciplined enough are they disciplined because that's the problem like you've had Moises Ken the Everton striker that had a lockdown party you know so that's the question 
are are Premier League players, modern day players, disciplined enough to train, play football, go home? Or would they find a way to have some party or some congregation? We've had players like Kyle Walker on a number of occasions, the Man City right back, on a number of occasions, he has broken Man City coffee rules on a number of occasions, not one, not twice. You know, so that's the question. Are these players, would these players be disciplined enough? You know, would they be disciplined enough? Okay, I also want to use this opportunity also to invite everyone, all my listeners, everyone who is listening to join me and other football fans on the 11th of May 2020 that's on Monday for an IG live session where we'll be talking about various issues like this COVID-19 how it affects the Premier League more of the issue of what we're talking about with respect to Watford and other clubs that may be opposed to the league being restarted you know we're also talking about the Newcastle takeover what it means for other clubs you know and just have general banter back and forth and see uh, um, how things progress and I will just have a nice time and see what fans would have to say so if you would want to be a part of that you should follow Ugo's take on Instagram Ugo's take on Instagram it is U-G-O-S underscore T-A-K-E U-G-O-S underscore T-A-K-E U-G-O-S underscore T-A-K-E on Instagram. So it would be by 5 p.m. British Standard Time. That would be the 7 or 17 00, 00 hours. 5 p.m. British Standard Time. So endeavor to be um, part of it is going to be a fun and nice time. Um, also on Wednesday, if you're a comic book lover, if you're a creator, if you're a comic book collector, or you're just interested in comics or in animation, especially your DC, your Marvels and indie comics as well, you should also join us for an IG session, same time 5pm, but on the 13th of May, that will be on Wednesday. No, 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 I've, sorry, 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 folks, sorry, guys, I've got it all mixed up, so, on the 11th of May is Creators Attack on IG Live, you know, Creators Attack on IG Live, where you have comic book creators, lovers of comics, collectors of comics, you know, if you love DC, if you love Marvel, if you love Image, if you love Black Horse, and also if you love indie comics as well because we have a lot of indie comic creators that will come on and we'll be part of the session i'll talk about the challenges talk about what they're doing where you can find their works and things like that as well so that's on the monday 11th of may 2020 so creators attack comic book edition ig live is on is on monday and the uh Ugo Stake Football Fans Edition IG Live as well will be on the 13th of May 2020. That's on Wednesday, 13th of May 2020, this Wednesday. Uh, so you endeavor to be there as well. 
because we'll be having a nice entrance, like I said earlier, talking about the Newcastle takeover, what it means, does it mean Newcastle now can punch, uh, uh, um, can punch, uh, uh, can punch on the same level with Manchester City, Real Madrid, because um, the owner, PCP partners, the Saudi family represented by PCP partners are worth over $300 billion. $300 billion. Over $300 billion. So, does that mean they can just go on surviving players? And if they do, what does it mean for other Premier League clubs like the big boys, like the Manchester United, the Manchester City, the Liverpools, the Chelsea, the Arsenal's? What does it mean? You know? So that's something we'll be looking at as well. That's on Wednesday, the 13th of May 2020. 13th of May 2020 on Wednesday. IG Live is up. So it's Ugos underscore take. That's U-G-O-S underscore T-A-K-E. U-G-O-S underscore T-A-K-E. So endeavor to be there and let's have a nice a nice a nice 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 time now i know i said today we'll just be talking about uh, sports mainly but i would also want to motivate us as well if there's anything you want to do go on and do it you know don't allow this covid19 to kill your spirit come on brace up it's difficult i know but one thing that's true that many people won't let you know is each time there's a disaster, each time there's a, you have tough times, there are people who always come up stronger, better, you know, at the end of it. So don't let your spirit die. Exercise indoors, work out, do your push-ups, do your sit-ups, do your crunches, you know, do your Russian twist, work out and try to keep fit. It's right, exercise right, and all that good stuff. Eat well as well. If you are allowed, if in your country like the UK, you are allowed one hour walk, take the one hour walk. You know, stretch your legs, let the sun touch your skin. You know, you feel good. But if you have anything you have to do, go on and do it. If it's an online course for you to do, that you want to do, go on and do it. Because at the end of the day, employers will still employ the best workers they will still be need to employ the best workers the best qualified workers the best experienced workers you know that's it is anything you want to do go on and start don't let anyone discourage you that's it don't allow anyone to say oh you can't do this oh you can't do that oh why should you do this because there's always someone ready to discourage you when you want to start something. There's always someone who wants to make you feel bad. You know, there's always someone who doesn't believe in what you want to do. But the truth about life is, even that person that discourages you, when you succeed, would want to be associated with you. Who want to praise you. Who would want to say, oh, look at this person who's done this. And the same person who discourages you, if you don't do well, would not say, oh, yes, I discourage him or I discourage her. He will still go on to call you a failure. 
so don't let anybody or anything destroy your spirit i know covid19 such a serious issue it's kept all of us at home it's kept most people at home worldwide you know it's taking so many lives so so sad when i hear the numbers of lives that have succumbed to covid19 is so so sad so heartbreaking so so heartbreaking so so heartbreaking it's so heartbreaking so i just want to say please and please do all you can to protect yourself but as well work hard on anything you have to do on any idea you have working hard doesn't have to mean carrying blocks carrying stones that you know doing manual labor and all that sometimes it just you draft your ideas you spend time drafting your ideas you spend time projecting your ideas confirming your ideas mentally you know confirming your ideas mentally thinking about them deeply you know so sometimes working hard isn't kind of heaviest load that you can but sometimes it's thinking deeply strategizing planning how you intend your life to go you know so just keep at it any idea you have i like to encourage people to talk about ideas things you want to make things different you want to make your life better you want to change things you have an idea for an app you have an idea for a business process don't slack don't don't be discouraged don't think you can never get to where you want to be because you're just starting you know because you're just um just a small idea every big business you see today starts from a point of a little a little idea every big business you've you've seen started from a little idea now um i would like to segue into um something else which is a small business with small businesses and startups if you're in the uk you have a small business and you need support you should contact the business support department uk business support you could contact them on uh twitter at business gov business gov contact them on twitter and ask them on how they can support you. They give mentor, mentoring advice, you know, advice on cash flow, you know, different types of advice. So you should contact them if you want to. Also as well, if you need some advice on how to start your business, on how to protect your IP, you know, your business intellectual property, you know, you can also email me as well. Is um, the email is ugostake at coolsite.net ugostake at coolsite.net or you could send me a message on Instagram I would get back to you it's ugos ugos u-g-o-s underscore t-a-k-e u-g-o-s underscore t-a-k-e so advice and as we continue to grow, as I continue to grow this podcast, one of the plans I have is to have an button IG live session and on the podcast is to have Ugo's Take the Business Edition. Ugo's Take Business Edition where you bring your business you know, opportunity for small businesses, for startups to synergize, to network, you know, 
because I believe in business, small businesses, we working, that is networking, working together and leveraging on the comparative advantage of each other to grow. Like if you have a marketing business, you can leverage on on a on a business that supplies, let's say, envelopes. But you are marketing. You know, you can leverage on you, the advantages you have. You market, so it continues to grow. Believe in that leveraging and networking. Because the way the world has gone, it's way beyond individual promotion. It's now definitely you would have to support your own business for sure no one is going to support start your business for you no one is going to look for funds for you you have to go out to look for funds for funding you have to go out to um you have to plan your business you have to strategize drop a strategy for your business but you can't survive alone you have to interact with other businesses and for the most part the big businesses are not ready aren't ready to deal with a small business are not willing they're too busy you know to deal with a small business they will always want to deal with a business that has a certain level of sales certain amount of sales setting good thresholds before they interact so small businesses come together and interact you know and interact that's the that's the that's something that's undeniable it's undeniable small businesses whether you ha- you reach out to just a thousand people in sales or 100 people in sales 50 people in sales network when small businesses come together and network they grow together you know so that's what i have to say with regards to small businesses like i said if you're in the uk you can reach out to uh, the business support to to the uk um business support you can reach to the reach out to them on twitter that is at business gov you know and they'll provide um support to to you and then they tell you where you can contact contact uh, um them for support if you want to open an account and that's a corporate account for your company you will also be guided all right so um you could also reach out to me as well um if you have issues with respect to intellectual property you could reach out to me as well so once again before i sign out i would like to tell us once again or remind us once again that on the 11th of may 2020 we'll be having creators attack creators attack the comic book edition will be on ig live i'll be hosting that's ugos underscore take ugos underscore take on ig creators attack you have a lot of comic book creators you know you have jb on comics you know you have amazing comics you have concrete comics you have stanch who's a phenomenal illustrator you have them all on you know that's on the 11th of may 2020 and on the 13th of may 2020 we'll be having ugo's take the football fans edition so 
let's all i urge you all to be there on instagram and uh, 5 p.m on monday 5 p.m on wednesday now it'll be a lovely time so this ugo saying thanks for listening you know and being there you're the reason i do this you can follow the podcast so if you can't get it live you can follow the podcast on spotify so you wouldn't miss any episode at all you wouldn't miss an episode if you follow the episode if you follow um the podcast on spotify every episode you have a notification on your phone or your smart uh, uh, device here like your ipad and and other tablets you get it straight on you get a notification and you can see each time a new episode has been dropped so today this is the 10th episode of ugo state and i'd like to say a happy goodbye to everyone who has listened and those who will listen afterwards enjoy the fight please send me your reactions with respect to the tony ferguson and versus justin Gaethje lightweight lightweight um interim championship fight that will be going down today like to get your reactions to what you think about the fight and possibly by then we would have known who the winner would be you know who would win the fight so possibly tomorrow i'll be giving a reaction to um, that fight so goodbye stay strong keep safe Ruga Madi signing out for Ugo's take bye bye